Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, March 26th. S&P futures are trading down about 30 points. That's about 1.3%, bouncing a little bit off their lows. Europe is down about 15 to 2%. Asia was mixed to down. Most of the major indices ended lower, although there were a few green spots, including India and Australia. Um, so I actually think today could be one of the most important sessions of the entire month. Um, from the perspective of, you know, if you are bullish. So I think you're coming off of a huge Tuesday rally. I think, you know, obviously prices held up well on Wednesday, um, notwithstanding the little uh, decline towards the end of the session. So I think Thursday, you know, it it will be very important to see if the market can experience just a normal run-of-the-mill decline um, without it turning into a 5% plus route, which has been kind of the price action pattern for the last several weeks. Um, so I think if the decline today can just be a normal, like I said, a normal run-of-the-mill um, pullback where the Tuesday rally is digested and consolidated and the losses are relatively minimal, um, I think that'd be very encouraging for people who are bullish on the market. And I think that is how today will play out. Um, so that's kind of my broader view on just today. Like I said, I think today will be super important just as a test for bulls to see if the market can have a a just a typical pullback. Um, in terms of news, so the Senate last night passed the stimulus bill. Um, you know, this was always very likely. I know a few senators um, late in the day on Wednesday came out and and uh, you know voiced some opposition to certain pieces of it. That was all resolved. It was unanimously passed, unanimously except for the people who are in isolation for the coronavirus. So ninety six to zero. It goes to the House, where a vote is expected on Friday. Um, it is widely expected to pass in the House, and then Trump will probably sign it into law um, uh, Friday night or Saturday morning, depending on when the House actually votes on it. So that should not be, um, you know, that should not be a question mark at all. That's going to get passed into law, um, and all the stuff that I've been talking and writing about for the last several days. You know, again, the centerpiece, in my view, is still this 400 billion plus pool of capital that will fund the Treasury's Exchange Stabilization Fund. That fund is then levered by the Fed across a variety of different liquidity facilities that have been unveiled in the last uh, two weeks, um, levered up to $4 trillion plus, And that will just fire a, a uh, an enormous amount of liquidity at the market. And I think we'll have success in unlocking some of the most frozen areas of credit markets. Um, and obviously, that's really the, you know, the, the most critical factor as far as stocks are concerned. Um, so I don't really think that's you know, playing an enormous role in markets today. I actually think two pieces of news, three pieces of news were very interesting, um, and they don't necessarily appear all that important on the surface. So in my opinion, one of the most um, incremental pieces of news in the last 12 hours was a, a, a bunch of news articles talking about how Cheesecake Factory has essentially told its landlords it will not be paying rent on April 1st. Um, and essentially wants to start negotiations about concessions and or rent rent reductions, et cetera. Um, You know, in and of itself, it's not a super important piece of news, but I think people are very concerned that this will be a harbinger of what's to come for others, um, other restaurants, other retailers, even in some, um, you know, commercial offices. There's been a ton of stress on the commercial real estate industry over the last several weeks. You've had a million reports about margin calls being on about margin calls not being met from a variety of different mortgage REITs. That's residential and commercial. Um, you've had you know prices about about deals stalling, about building deals stalling, et cetera. So this has been a huge area of concern, and it'll be interesting to see kind of the fallout of this cheesecake announcement as far as the broader real estate universe. The other piece of news was uh, concerns Ford, which S and P downgraded into junk last night. 
Moody's already had Ford at junk. Um, again, I don't think it's so important for Ford itself, but I think there is a concern about the ability of high yield markets, which have been very stressed, obviously, for a while to absorb Ford's 38 plus billion pile of debt that will now get pushed down into junk. So there's just a question in terms of, of flow and the ability of, of the high yield market at a time when it's essentially frozen to all new issuers, if it can then absorb all that incremental paper. So that will be interesting to watch as well. You you have seen um, you have seen impressive improvement in IG markets since Monday. High yield markets since Tuesday have also been trading well. So I think watching high yield today after that Ford announcement, um, you know, will be important. Uh, the third piece of news was just the Micron report. So I think you know we've had now two earnings reports in the last two days with Nike and now Micron that have been pretty decent considering the environment. Um, you know, Micron talked about how they're actually seeing some benefit from the environment where the increased work from home activity is is taxing data centers and that's and that's driving data center demand. It's also driving notebook sales as people ramp up their home offices. So again, I, I think Nike and Micron are sort of relatively unique and not every company will have the same experience. There's going to be obviously a ton of fallout, a ton of stress from the present environment as we get into the calendar Q1 earnings season um, in, a, in a couple of weeks. But I do think it's interesting that you know corporate America will probably wind up being a lot more resilient than investors give them credit for as far as navigating um, all the challenges that are in place right now. So to me, those are... Oh, you know, those are the three most important pieces of news that I saw this morning, the Cheesecake, Ford, and then Micron. On the calendar today, so the Fed came out last night and announced that Powell will be on the Today Show today at um, about 7.05 a.m. So this will be the first his first public appearance since the 15th. And this will, you know, I think you'd have to go back to 60 Minutes a couple of months ago, where he's been on kind of a general... Um, a general news service where it's not necessarily geared towards Wall Street. It's geared more towards the general public. Um, and so I think it's, you know, it's very interesting that, again, this wasn't booked on CNBC or Fox Business. This is, um, you know, a very general audience type of news appearance. Um, and so I think the message that he'll give will be one of reassurance. Um, he'll acknowledge the environment. He'll acknowledge that you are going to see economic stresses. But I think he'll talk about the Fed's actions how aggressive they've been. And then he'll also probably talk about this stimulus bill that passed as well, which augments a lot of um, what the, the Fed's policy actions for the last several weeks. So I'd imagine that that Powell appearance would have a reassuring tone to it. The other big event in the US will be this weekly jobless claims figure that everyone will be watching at 8.30 a.m. Um, you know, the weekly jobless numbers are really kind of giving the the only real-time um, official economic figure to kind of gauge the environment. So the streets in print at 1.65 million. I know a lot of people think um, that the number could be as high as 3 million. If it's under 2 million, that may be a minor relief. I doubt, you know, I think your risks are probably to the downside. So if this is a 3 million plus figure, um, you know, I definitely think that you, you know, you, you would see incremental selling off of that. If it's, if it's in line, that's definitely going to be a relief. Although I don't know if you'd see the stocks surge on that just because people assume that that figure is going to get a lot bigger over the coming weeks. Um, the G20 leaders are going to have a phone call today. I don't think anything interesting will come out of it other than if you know anything around oil would be very interesting. Apparently, Pompeo made a call to Saudi Arabia yesterday. There's The White House has been pressing Saudi Arabia um, to kind of dial back its supply war with Russia. So it will be interesting to see if there's any um, any progress achieved in terms of brokering a truth between those two countries coming out of this event.
Uh, obviously, Saudi Arabia is the G20 host this year, and Russia will be present on that call. Uh, the EU leaders are going to have a separate phone call where you could see some more news around this ESM, which was a facility formed back in the European sovereign crisis. Um, there's been a lot of talk that this ESM will be activated, that there will be a credit line extended to stressed countries. That's in this environment, Italy. So that credit line could be up to 2% of GDP. That would obviously be another form of, of support for that country as it, as it grapples with um, the coronavirus crisis. So those are the big events. Powell, it, for the U.S., I think Powell at 7.05 and then the jobless claims at 8.30 will really be most important. Um, a lot of micro news. I'm not going to be able to go through everything. You know, the, that Apple headline that hit on the Nikkei late on Wednesday about how they may delay the 5G iPhone by a few months. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. I don't think it's a supply chain issue. I think Apple can make enough iPhones right now, you know, all the reports we've had out of Asia are that the supply chain is nearly back to normal. I think the bigger question is whether or not they just want to launch um, what's going to be a marquee device in the midst of a coronavirus crisis and a, and you know, and a softer stressed consumer um, with, the, you know, with a spike in unemployment. I think if you were to see trends normalize by the time that when they would normally launch that, which is, um, you know, around the September timeframe, then I think they'd proceed forward. But I think at this point in time, it's probably too early to tell. I think, um, you know, they're probably running through a bunch of different scenarios. Uh, so that is essentially it for today. On the company-specific front, um, nothing major. A couple of earnings reports. Lululemon tonight will probably be the most important one. So that is it for today. Thank you, everyone, for listening.